Hello, I'm Rose Hipsuit, and today I'm reading Blessed Are the Poor in Spirit by K.E. Dunlavey. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Some of the greatest saints are the ones who gave up a life of luxury and riches or a humble life of poverty. As a child grew up teetering between middle and lower class, those saints seemed to be way out of my league. I had no fancy clothes to give up or food to hand out. In my mind, I was already humble because I had been raised to be content with what I had. I hardly wanted anything more than I needed. When you have that attitude of, I'm already poor, the verses on humility are ignored and pushed aside. The first beatitude, however, always intrigued me. Christ did not say, blessed are the poor, he said, poor in spirit. We can be born into poverty, or even put ourselves into physical poverty by giving, but we may not, still not attain this poverty of spirit that Christ describes as blessed. According to St. John Chrysostom, the poor in spirit are the humble and contrite of heart. Humility is one of the most important virtues. Like the virtue of charity, lack of humility causes all other virtues to cease to exist. It is therefore critical that one practices the virtue of humility before they practice anything else. However, Christ did not say, Blessed are the humble. No, he said, the poor in spirit. If this means those who have a contrite and humble heart, why would he not say, blessed are the humble? There's more to humility than simply being physically and emotionally lowly. We can all give money away to churches and the poor, but that is not what it means to be poor in spirit. Instead, the poor in spirit are those who are spiritually lowly. Spiritual lowliness is nothing less than pure awe and love of God. To be spiritually lowly, we must recognize our own sin, contrite of heart, and be awestruck by God's goodness, humble. You may call to mind that fear of the Lord, which is exactly love and awe of God, is one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. That being said, it is not something we can accomplish on our own. A sacrifice to God is an afflicted spirit, a contrite and humble heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. Psalm 50, verse 19, Dewey Reims Bible. This is a psalm that is prayed in the Lord's morning prayer. It is so easy when our lives are running smoothly to fall into pride and become puffed up, arrogant. Christ blesses those who recognize their imperfection and glorify God who is perfect. Humility is an act, an attitude of love, more specifically the love of God. To be poor in spirit is to love God with all our hearts. Notice how Christ starts the Beatitudes with the love of God, just how the first commandment is also to love God. If that is true, what examples do we have of being poor in spirit? The first saint that comes to mind is Saint Teresa of Lisieux. She lived a short life, but a life full of love of God. 
Vaiting is beautiful and reflects this love. And her actions were all dedicated to him. Everything she did, even what she did not want to do, she did for God. She never left the convent. She did not go into the streets to sit with the poor or stand up in the middle of a pagan town and preach the gospel. Despite this, she lived such a holy life that she became a doctor of the church, all by living out this first beatitude and being poor in spirit. Recall that Judas in the Gospels rebuked Mary for, being, for using an expensive oil to anoint Christ's feet. He claimed that should have been sold and given to the, claimed that she should have sold it and given the money to the poor. Jesus told him that the poor will always be among them, but he will not. This is why we have such splendid cathedrals. That is why we dress up for the church. Be poor in spirit does not mean that we have to give up glorifying God or to stop giving him our best. We are here to honor and serve him. We are here to get to heaven. We can do that by being poor in spirit. All right. That was an interesting article. I did enjoy it. It makes me want to read a little bit about St. Teresa of Lisieux. Not just a little bit, but a lot of it. <laughs> like a lot of reading. Um, <laughs> Alright, if you enjoyed this video, uh, make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoyed the article, there's a link in the description below. You can follow Catholicism Coffee and press the applaud button 50 times. One, two, three, four, five, six. Alright, I'll do the rest later. That is all, and, and God bless.